0: Oh dear, hi listeners, welcome to Podcast with Paul. (laughs) We've got interesting insights guaranteed, (laughs) and it's time to increase your emotional intelligence. Are we up for increasing our emotional intelligence listeners? Let's have lots of joy and fun and excitement for sure. Hey, I've got some really special guests along the way, way. interesting people, really challenging ideas and challenging conversations, it's going to be amazing you can learn more about what to do, why to do what to do, and what to do about it all. <laughs> it's so much fun becoming self-aware, motivated, alive, learning new ways to see the world. Hey everybody, welcome to a Podcast with Paul. Thank you, listeners. That was fantastic. Now, looking forward to episode four. Ah, uh, We're going to explore some more of the wonderful Ben. Thank you, everyone.
1: In particular, the last three years, we've had a new managing director in the business. He's taught me a huge amount about not taking on too much of the work stuff. Beautiful
0: James. Uh, I was with James yesterday, and, you know, he's quite unusual because James has got his way, but... Boy, does he handle all the all what's on his plate with some form of consummate ease? Even though a lot, mm. he's got a lot on his plate, he's an amazing person in talking it in a pl- talking from a place and sharing from a place of ease of how it is and implementing strategy around how to resolve it without getting emotional.
1: He's a superior strategist. <laughs> he's unreal. <laughs> he is um, isn't he? the way that he can look at where we need to go. In in a bunch of different areas, yep, and strategize and stay the course. Yep. um with all the pressures that come around. Yeah, the end result. Yep, is truly something I aspire to be better at, and and I'm looking for. It's, it's something I've challenged myself to do, is to continue to be more like that. What a
0: change he's he's brought, and what a change to the company that we've all grown up around. Because we've sort of come from a a smaller business that was trying to get its feet and uh, we were stumbling along the way and bruising ourselves along the way. And then as we come and saw all the the ways we were, because a lot of the ways we were were old school, traditional ways, but we didn't know how to shift from... The culture or the way that we were to moving into the next level of of where business growth was, Mm. and for those of us who survived, me and you included, (laughs) uh, who could actually not be so scathed around it and damaged by, oh, you know, what's can we can we actually add value to the change rather than run away from the opportunity? If we could add value to the change and grow with it, like you have. Uh, and like I have, it's so interesting to be part of that and to be, and to feel that the knocks and, and whatever, but also to see how it can transform. And it had a lot of the it had a lot of the foundation, but we had to build the systems. And you've been much, very much part of the building of the systems, and being part of the executive in in making some of those decisions. Mm. And we still are. We've still got more decisions to come. Yes, but it's never it's never a thing that's done. It's something that we're growing towards. But I think the growing up of our business minds and our personal way of of dealing with it and coping with it has has helped us. But for you to watch the journey and be the general manager you are and now look after an organisation of over 100 people and be involved and report accordingly, Mm. it's incredible from where it started as a a technician. I
1: I love going to work every day. I love that everybody in our business looks to me as a senior who's been there a long time, who has the answers. And I love the contribution I can make to the company, to the staff, whether it's on a personal level, whether it's based on the work we do, the growth... It's something that excites me every day I go to work. I, I love teams. I love building teams. I love maintaining teams. I love watching my staff grow. I mean, in the eSafe space right now, we've got Brody, who's uh, National Operations Manager, which was my role for many years. And yes, yes. I remember, I know we're meant to be talking about me, but he was a mess. <laughs> and, um, Brody, if you hear that, that's not quite true But anyway, you were a mess, man, I, according to Ben <laughs> um, But you know what, he, he had that I could see that he could be and go to the next level And now he's National Operations Manager He's. I couldn't think of anybody else taking on that position And I'd like to think I'm a mentor to him
0: mm, daily You are, you
1: are To get into the next space again Because he kind of reminds me of me Mm. Isn't that wonderful?
0: As you do with me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, correct.
0: (laughs) Isn't that lovely? So here you are growing into a person that's able to see other people grow because of what you're offering is. But it's so interesting that in that place, it's not a place of necessarily, I'm better than, or it's not an egoic place of going, I'm better than because I have a superior role to you. You're there in it together, so we're all in it together.
1: Teams. It's all, I've always been that way, I'll always be that way. It's mm. all about the team, it's all about the group, the company, mm. the result. It's never been about Ben, and it never will be. And, no. I, and if it was ever expected to be, then maybe that's the time when you go, oh, what's, what's <laughs> the next adventure? <laughs> it's not common, without saying arrogant about it, to have my attitude on it. Uh, I'm sure it's not out there in every workplace. I fundamentally believe in teams and creating the right group around you, giving everyone the credit they deserve um, and not taking it, not being egotistical, not saying, you know, the results for me is the end game, not the pat on the back to Ben. It's about, hey, this team got this task Mm. complete. Mm.
0: That's just so, that's so, uh, it's, it's just a wonderful thing to hear, but it's just something that I know I'm not hearing from you. I've seen you do it. And it's walking the talk around that. And uh, I must congratulate you that you somehow were able to keep your ego at bay. And that place of where you didn't need to go around, you know, putting your chest out saying, oh, I did this and I did that. And when we did score something and we did have a good contract, you were proud of the team. You weren't just the person saying, look what I did. And when it was time to uh, look at what uh, reviews were uh, around in remuneration, you weren't saying, I think I should get this or I think I should get that. Yeah. You, were, you were graciously accepting whatever was offered. Offer.
1: I'll, I'll tell you something on that. I never asked for a pay review for my first 10 years or so. <laughs> You never got one either. Um, <laughs> thank God I did. Um, but you know, I was just so proud to have the opportunity for all those years. I just never ever you know, every year it would come through and I'd get called in. They say, oh, you know, this is what we think you're worth this year. And I go, Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. Yeah. Move on next year. <laughs> <laughs> um and I had no issues with that because I was very much in my head, it was a performance based industry. And if you know, the rise I got every year was based on the performance that, you know, that that people thought I deserved, and I was fine with that. Um, you know, as you now things are a bit different. <laughs> yeah. good. I'm, I'm, I'm probably a bit wiser. But I... <laughs> Don't say that <laughs> What are you trying to say, Ben? <laughs> You're a bit wiser now.
0: No, we were we were growing in small Ben We couldn't afford you, but now, now we can. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, but I think I think you know. Taking even though it sounds arrogant, you've got to know your worth as well. And I think the company's mm. taught me a lot. Mm. And where I am now is is where I should be. Yeah, something you told me. <laughs> but it is. If, if you work hard and that's the direction you want, then where you are is where you should be. Mm. So if you mm. don't put the effort in and you're not doing the right things and you're not in the position you want to be, well, guess what? You are where you should be. When you're, when you're in
0: a place of responsibility and thinking of, uh, thinking in a responsible way, the way you think when you're thinking responsible is to go, I deserve to be where I am. That means you're taking responsibility because you understand that where you are is where you deserve to be. And when you take that on in an attitude and understanding, it's not about complaint or about where you wish to be or the blaming of others why you're not where you are. And you haven't come across that way ever. You've never blamed others. And I must admit it's been difficult for you to watch people come and go because there's been people along the way that have helped you to get where you are. Absolutely. And they've had to move on for whatever reason. And you've had to watch that happen. And in some ways that hasn't necessarily been easy because there's been lots of things that can, can influence all sorts of, you know, dynamics that need to come to, a, to fruition and they move on. But just in saying that before we close, because we can't talk here forever and it's been a wonderful conversation. I do thank you. And more importantly, you have to think of a song because we need to play your song at the end. Um, and we'll have a, uh, your favorite song needs to be played at the end of every podcast. We have your favorite song, Ben, <laughs> Ben Persh's favorite song. Everyone, anyone in now we we have been talking about eSafe and the success of eSafe, and truly, eSafe has been an absolute success story, and it's to do a lot with people like Ben. And I'd like to acknowledge you, Ben, for everything you've done to to hang in there through the thick and thin of it all, but to also be in a place where we've really created a very professional. Outfit a professional operation that's being led by a professional man who didn't necessarily come with all the bells and whistles of an education. I mean, I don't know, but I know you haven't necessarily gone and done all the big, big whiz bang courses, and you haven't done Mm. all the, you know, high level education and university and all that. You're a man that has come from more or less a background which is, you know, pretty pretty basic at some level, and. But you've applied yourself and you've been willing to apply yourself. And I think you're a good leader of people around you because the people around you acknowledge you for that because you're not coming from a place of being full of yourself. You're coming from a place of sharing your knowledge and sharing your understanding and being approachable. And when you're approachable, people feel safe around that and they feel that they're, by it. they're being led by someone who is walking the talk rather than just trying to say you should be doing this or you should be doing that and telling everyone what they should be doing. And we've experienced people around that. There's no need to micromanage. It's, it's about building the potential of everyone around you mm. to be better people. And that's probably where partly where I've tried to help you through the, through the whole process. But yeah. when you come to me with the with the stresses and strains that exist, I say to you, look, this is, might be a way to look at it. And if I can help you to be a better person and to be able to handle it from a management perspective, the management perspective is is a little bit different to the employee perspective mm-hmm. and to learn to be a manager is to, is about sharing the responsibility and empowering others. So the best manager and the best leader has lots of leaders around him and you've created that. Can I ask you just before we close, would you like to acknowledge anyone <laughs> since we might get some eSafe people <laughs> wanting acknowledgement, but is there anyone specifically that you know that, I know you've mentioned beautiful Brody, but is there anyone else you can actually say, look, I've watched someone change and grow and become become what they are through through being part of an association with ESO?
1: Well, I mean, there's seen, lots. I've seen so many. Um, to be honest, there's, there's so many cogs in the wheel, cogs in the chain. You know, I look at the broader company, there's so much knowledge and experience that's come through so many people that have come and gone, probably be Rude to single out any particular. Yeah, I know one. it is hard. <laughs> I know you've. I know. I know because the minute you single
0: someone out, they go, "What about me?" And that's true. And I truly understand and appreciate that.
1: But I would, um, I would definitely say from a hierarchy, I suppose I've taken a lot from Glenn. I've taken a lot from yourself. I've taken a lot from Mark Hoffman. I've taken a lot from John Hoffman.
0: Yeah, John. Yeah, John is and incredible in, in in his ability to, in his. Regulation and rule and, and understanding and process and gifted in his intelligence and offering and always there and available to help out. Very Correct. much so. John is amazing. Um,
1: and the new s- structure, uh, James, um, so I grabbed so much from everybody mm. to help me form the way I manage, the way I look at things. Mm. Uh, and I'm continually taking more and more from different people to get, you know, the right decisions in the right circumstance. So, yeah. Not making it, you're not
0: making it about what you think you know. You, you, you're in the place of realising there's more to know. There's a, a team around you, a group of people that assist you in understanding the next step to make. Absolutely. And it's not just about what you think. And I know you're, you're very good at asking. And I think we could all learn from that, everyone, <laughs> listeners. Get good at asking because I know that... Uh, Ben's a champion asker.
1: (laughs) Nothing wrong with asking. Could you
0: help me, please, Ben? (laughs) And if you ask, you're going to get somewhere because you're willing to ask.
1: It's okay not to know. Yes, it's okay not to know. The idea that it's not okay to not have the answer is just silly.
0: (laughs) Yes, I think we can take that away, uh, listeners. Uh, Ben's advice is, you know, be willing and available. Make everyone you see your friend, but the important person to look after is yourself and each other in a helpful way. When we're helping each other, we're moving forward. And when we respect and appreciate each other, we're moving forward. And not everyone you're going to meet is a person that's valuable to you. You need to be careful on how you choose those people. But if you choose people that are going to be helpful to you because you know the dynamics right, we all can't go around thinking we're going to save the world, but at the end of the day, we can hang around people that are helpful to us and that we know we're helpful too, and we can all get on so much better and happier by just being more aware, being more aware of each other, being more aware of what we do for each other, and just thinking in a helpful way and in a way of caring, caring and being helpful. And I know that Ben is an example of a man who is careful and very considerate, very helpful, but always willing to ask for help and uh, sharing that journey with Ben over the last, how many years has it been? <laughs>
1: 2006, <or> what's that? <laughs>
0: what's that? <laughs> We've watched each other get old. No, you're not old yet, Ben. I'm the old one. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, Ben. No, I'm you up, appreciate I, appreciate, I appreciate you coming in and saying hello and supporting me with Podcasts with Paul. Look, everyone, Ben has supported me in my life. I, every time I have an event, uh, he's comes along he's... Uh, we're approaching uh, Mitchell's wedding soon. He's going to come on to that. Yes. And he's seen some funny events. We've had some uh, funny events, uh, lots of lots of activity um, around uh, Australia Day with uh, big parties he's come and attended. And <laughs> I've come to his place and we've done some big parties. But we've enjoyed a drink together and we've enjoyed watching each other's life. And I know that you're a supporter of the uh, the, the idea of, of backing me and uh, making a difference for the better for people and to be generous and giving of nature. Oh, yeah. And to love to love doing that, and you know, to hear you say you love doing your job, just heart—it's so heartwarming for me to hear someone who's been there that long, who still loves going to work, and what a beautiful place to love going to work. <laughs> like I love being here in the podcast and getting Ron to help me do what we're doing here. It's something you love doing, and when you love doing it, you're enthusiastic and you're happy with. It. So. It's time to think of a song. Now, a song um, for the old Ben. Have you thought of a song that you're... What, what, what's your favourite song? Okay. Did you have a favourite band or did you have a favourite song or Ooh. did you know anyone? And I know there's many. Yeah. But if there's, if there's one that comes to mind that you like, that you think, oh, that song represents me, or do you
1: know... I, I, my alarm mm. every morning... <laughs>
0: oh, here we go. We have got alarm, everyone.
1: ...plays Monty Python's. Oh. Life of Brian. Oh, I like it. I like <laughs> no, it. it's a classic. It's a classic. But, it's, um, but every morning I wake up to Well, look calm. I like
0: it. I think that's you. I think we should play that, uh, listeners. <laughs> it's one of my favourites too. I've got it as uh, my last song for the, for the Laughter Project. We play that song uh, when I do a workshop everyone. The last song we play is we all... Whistle and dance and walk around and play, <laughs> play an absolutely brilliant number. I do actually love the number myself because you can't help but laugh, especially when it says, "You know, life could be shit, but at the end of the day, we're we're all ending up. We're all going to end up in the same place." And yeah. let's have a whistle. <laughs> let's <laughs> a have a
1: laugh. Could all be just hanging out there, looking going, "Oh, can it get any worse than this?" <laughs> Maybe <laughs> who cares?
0: No, no one cares. It's about it's about having a bit of fun, and uh, it's about whistling and uh, enjoying it. So everyone, thank you, Ben. Fantastic. Thanks. Paul. It's time for a bit of Monty Python. And uh, what was the song called? It's called
1: uh, What bright, is this? Bright Side of bright,
0: Life. Uh, yeah, I think it's just called. Well, oh, look on the bright side. We might even have to. We might even have to sing along. <laughs> okay. Thank you, listeners. Fantastic, Ben. Love Lovely to share. Love Lovely to share. Thank See you, him, brother. Bye bye.
2: What's well, available in for the foray? It's almost my limit as well, you know. Alright, it's a lot. Let's get this play off there. We'll be changing this within three weeks. What do you think plays for us, brother? I've make the money back, you know. I told him. I said to him. Bernie, I said they will never make that money back.
0: That's another episode from Podcast with Paul. Special thanks, everyone. Remember to keep an eye out for our next exciting episode with more fun special guests. Find out more of what we're all about and look up The Laughter Project. Hey, everyone. Be happy.